Episode 15, A Conversation with Kristen Harcourt. Thank you for tuning in to Six Degrees or Less. I'm your host, Seth McCauley. You know, when I created this podcast, I had a list going in my mind of, of people that I've known over the years and people that are in my network that I wanted to have conversations with and uh, and share those conversations with others. And I never really thought much about the conversations that were yet to come and the people out there that, that weren't in my network or that I didn't know at all or very well or anything. And so it's, uh, it's neat to... Uh, to share this conversation, Kristen and I uh, recently connected on LinkedIn. She um, had reached out to me. I, I think we were we were connected, but we didn't really know each other. And so she had a goal of of reaching out uh, personally this year to, uh, to to get to know her network better. And so we scheduled a virtual coffee using Zoom meeting because I'm in Texas and she's in Canada, and had a great conversation. And that turned into uh, an invitation to be on my uh, on my podcast. So. This uh, conversation that you're about to hear is that next conversation, so I uh, hope that you'll enjoy it, and I uh, hope that it's uh, an encouragement to all of you to kind of get out of your get out of your routine and, and get out of your uh, your daily you know habits and uh, look outside your network and outside of your uh, your your surroundings and, and just meet other people and and I hope that uh, hope this conversation is uh, is encouraging and, uh, and and you'll enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in. All right, thank you for tuning in to Six Degrees or Less. I've got Kristen Harcourt with me. And um, Kristen, why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself to uh, to the listeners and uh, tell them who you are and what you do. Hi, Seth, great to be here. Uh, so I uh, do a couple of different things. I am an entrepreneur, so started my company two and a half years ago. And I do coaching, so I'm a global executive leadership and career coach. I do a lot of speaking, professional speaking, uh, so far North America, but want to make that global. And uh, I do some consulting with organizations as well around the culture, people, um, really trying to build positive work cultures. Awesome. Awesome. So I love, so global executive, I mean, all of that just sounds so Awesome. Like it just, it just sounds, so, sounds like so much fun. I just, I, I love that. So, and, and, uh, and you were very clear about, you know, so focus is on North America now, but, but definitely open to doing other things and expanding. And um, how did you, well, before we get into kind of like how you got into that, I want to talk a little bit about how, how we got connected. Cause what I think is this, this conversation with you is so in line with kind of why I started this podcast. Um, I, um, you know, when I started the podcast, I had a list of people in my network that I knew that I thought, wow, that'd be kind of fun to talk to them and talk to them and talk to them. Um, and, and I didn't really think much about like, well, what's going to happen when I get to the end of my list or how is that list going to grow? Well, then I, I think it was like maybe in April, along comes Kristen and you, we don't know each other at all. We've never met. We've had one conversation and you, uh, you reached out to me on LinkedIn and was like, hey. I'm trying to be more intentional about uh, coffee meetings, doing these virtual coffee meetings. I do want to talk about that in a minute. And uh, would love to just, you know, find time where we can connect and get to know each other and talk about kind of what you're working on this year. And I thought, that is such a cool idea. I don't know who this is, but I like that idea. <laughs> and, so, um, and so we did. We, we, had, we had a Zoom meeting and you had a cup of coffee and I had a cup of coffee and we just talked and uh, talked about, um, you know, our backgrounds and what we did. And, 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 and we seemed, and, 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 
I'll let you tell your side of the story in a minute, but it, it felt to me like we were very aligned in terms of how we view uh, relationships and building relationships and the power of networking and all of that. And so that's why I was like, man, I think you would be a great, great guest on the podcast. So that's, that's how we got to this place. So now what's, now what's your, what's your version? What's your side? <laughs> My version looks the same, Seth. Um, but yeah, I, I being more intentional, I, I think what I noticed is that from a mindset perspective, we can sometimes get in our own way. And it's like, what's the worst that can do? If I if there's different people where I'm just thinking, you know, they seem pretty cool. I would love to get to know them better. I'm such a I'm such a people person. I'm a relationship builder. Um, to me, there's nothing more magnificent than getting to know another human being. And I'm just mm-hmm. insatiably curious. Um, so as I've been doing this more and more, it's 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 been it's been fascinating. People are so open to have, having conversations, and um, you know the intention in terms of having the conversations is just about getting to know someone with no agenda, right? The agenda is just getting to know someone, and who knows? Um, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more from a networking perspective, but I'm also always thinking about like, hey, what, what way can I help or serve this person? So we might have a conversation, and the next thing you know, hey, I want to do more in Canada and I could say cool have you thought about this conference maybe I can help make a connection yeah wow that's amazing I, I wrote down um, as you were talking that you, you said something and I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this into a hashtag when I promote this insatiably curious I like that I mean that was just uh, that's that's a great way to describe you know kind of your your mindset right you just kind of like just that that wanting to get to know people and just kind of tap into people and and again, going back to the virtual coffee, I thought that was just such a neat idea. I think, um, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's not, it's nothing, nothing new, but I think, I think sometimes people forget about, you know, with all the technology that we have now, um, you know, you're in Canada, I'm in, I'm in Texas and we don't, uh, you know, the chances of us getting together for a coffee uh, are, are very slim. And so like, well, hey, we can just, let's just do this you know, right here. And so we can, people can do that. You know, in the same town, the same city, the same, you know, whatever. And so I think that uh, that's a great way to, number one, it's a great way, like you said, to introduce yourself to new people and build out your network. But it's an also a great way, I would think, to just kind of stay connected to your current network because we're all, everyone's, everyone's got things to do. Everyone's got time. Everyone's you know, short on time and kind of managing every 15 minute block of time during their day. And um, it's a whole lot easier when you can just go, uh, go down the hall fill up your coffee at the office and come back and, and have a conversation. I have to worry about getting in the car and driving Starbucks and parking and all that stuff. So exactly I like that idea. I like it. It's great. So, so what are you, what are you, what, what what's keeping you busy right now? What is, what is kind of the, the biggest thing that you're working on? What's, what's your big project right now? Hmm, that's a great question. Um, I think with me, it's always a multiple projects. Uh, so for, for me, um, you know, when, when I started the business two and a half years ago, and I don't think I realized this as much until I was actually in it. It was about, hey, I'm now in this space that like I get to create this. Um, something that doesn't exist now exists. And what's that going to look like? And so for me, it's been a continuous evolution. And the more I have conversations, the more I see where I'm being pulled, what I feel more, most passionate about is when I start to notice, hey, this is where I want to be going next. So even from a speaking opportunity, 
um, it's been interesting. I've, I've had a lot more conversations in the tech space and uh, with everything happening with artificial intelligence and, and technology and technology creating efficiencies. Um, efficiencies are great, um, but it doesn't mean that the human piece is going to go. I almost feel like people think like, oh, it's cool. We've got this beautiful technology now. So like everything's great. All of our problems have been solved. It's like know like the human part the conversation they're not going anywhere and if anything it can actually become more more complex and even more important to have dialogue so yeah interesting yeah. so when you ask me a question uh, what i've been having more conversations uh, with lately is um kind of understand the tech space a little bit more so speaking with some chief technology officers um, understanding from because because i always love from the human perspective especially when i'm doing coaching and speaking understanding a little bit more on that space. You know, what does your leadership journey look like? We know what it looks like to have the technical skills on the, in the tech space. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what does it look like to develop those, those people skills, the human skills? And as leaders, how have you done it? And how are you supporting your um, individuals that are moving up in leadership from a tech space? Right. Uh, so that's in this moment, this week, what I'm really interested in, but it's always, it's always evolving. So how, so that's interesting. So, so why, why tech? What, what, what kind of, what made you gravitate towards that? I mean, um, um, you know, looking at your background, I know there's some time spent um, uh, in textiles, I think at some point in time. And so there's you know, some other organizations that I wasn't as familiar with just being, being, being in Canada, but, uh, but what, what is it about? How did you gravitate towards the tech space? So I think, um, so I've, I've been very interested in the HR tech space for a while because there's just been so much innovation and, and stuff coming out of there. So I've been paying attention there. I think it's because what I've noticed with a lot of the clients, um, I've, I've worked with a lot of linear thinkers. So they've been more those technical fields in that they're from finance, engineering, construction. Um, so, of course, tech also very related to that. And from my perspective, I just kept on hearing more and more um, the conversation that there's a bit of a gap there. So people could be really highly um, competent and really, really smart from an IQ perspective on the technology side. But and then even as things start to evolve in the technical space, it's going to be really important that people can connect to the humans that are using this technology right. from a place of empathy and compassion. So I just I'm, I'm noticing a gap. So when I start to see gaps, I get insatiably curious, and you know, so I start to explore and and uh, and go down that pathway. So yeah, I think it's I I keep on hearing the same conversation around. There's, there's a gap here. There's uh, a need for more developments of mm -hmm. people in this space. And because I love doing that, it's like, okay, well, if I see there's a gap here, then let's start to have a conversation. Let's have some more dialogue here. Wow. That's great. So, so when you, um, when you took, uh, it's been about two and a half years since you've mm -hmm. kind of ventured out on your own. So kind of, kind of, Tugging on the, uh, the the networking theme here of, of of the podcast. So when you did that, how was how was that? I mean, was it was it exciting? I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it was exciting, uh, exhilarating, scary. <laughs> I mean, all of those things like all at once. But from a networking perspective, how did you? Was there something that kind of pushed you over the edge that you were like, it's now or never. I mean, it's do or die. Now or never. I'm going to do it. Um, and, and, and how did you kind of 
put together your your business plan. And I know that talking with a lot of different people like you in, in, in this type of role, business development is so important. Uh, one guy told me years ago, I'll never forget, he said, you know, and he was a marketing guy that I worked with, a senior leader, and went out and, and got a, a franchise business and was a business owner, and, and, and he, was, he was liking it, but he told me, you eat what you kill. And he said, it is not for everybody. He said, you just you have to wake up every morning and just remind yourself, like, I work, I work for me. And it's great if I want to do nothing and sit around all day, but that's not going to pay the bills. So it's, so I'm just curious when you started this from, from a networking business development standpoint, how, where did you start? How did you, how did you kind of leverage your, your existing network? And then, and then what did you do to go kind of build new relationships and find new people? Yeah. You know, such a great question because it's really interesting taking that leap in into becoming an entrepreneur because the first thing I noticed is there's a lot of noise out there, right? Like as soon as I got into the whole entrepreneur world, there's all of these different um, uh, kind of philosophies around this is what you need to do. This is the right way of doing it from a marketing and sales perspective. Um, you know, there's a billion dollar industry of experts all out there telling you what you need to do, right? You need to have a sales funnel. You need to have this marketing stuff. You need Facebook ads. You need this. So there, I, I noticed there was a lot of noise out there. And um, one of the things that, that I did very quickly, and, and I'm glad I did this, was really took a step back and um, really tried to not pay as much attention to the noise. And then I just really asked myself, knowing myself, knowing what feels right for me, what do I want my new business development perspective to look like? Because, you know, I heard all of these things around, you know, you have to do this with your website and you have to build the funnels and you have to. And, and I, I bought into that for a couple of seconds. And then I took a step back and I asked myself, I'm like, that feels everything about that feels yucky and doesn't feel exciting. It doesn't energize me. So that's an indication that that's probably not necessarily the right pathway for me. And then right. I realized my, my number one skill is relationship building. So maybe I want to do that. Maybe that's my pathway. Maybe I want to. And, and I really actually took a step back and I said, this is my philosophy. I'm going to build this business one relationship at a time. That's awesome. That's incredible. It's, it's um, you know, I, I can relate to that to, uh, at a certain level, kind of in a, in a different sense, right? So when I started my podcast, um, and, and even today, I, like I have no... Um, I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, none. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not kidding. I mean, up until a few days before I launched my first episode, I was on YouTube watching videos about how to. Edit. I mean, I just, I mean, talk about like making it up as you go, right? Well, so as I've gone along, uh, there's been a couple of people who have approached me on LinkedIn. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, this guy hit me. Like, kept on, you know, pinging me. And, you know, hey, I can, I can, you know, through SMS texting, uh, we can build your business, we can build your mod, your podcast, and bring you money. And I finally stopped. And I said, look, I have no interest in monetizing my podcast today. Now that may change at some point in time. That may change. I said, but this is a passion project. I'm, I'm just having fun. I'm just, you know, it's kind of like when you said about, you know, you get all this noise and there's all this. Well, you got to do this and you got to do this and you got to, you got to do this and you got to put in this. And it's like, I'm just. I just want to, I just want to have great conversations and just put them out there. And if it grows into something else, great, but I'm not pushing it. I'm not looking for sponsorship and I'm not trying to monetize. I'm not trying to make money. I've got a day job. It keeps me plenty busy, 
So it's like, I, this is just a passion project. And when I told him, he's like, okay, you know, he just kind of, he laid off, but I was just, but, but you're right. There's so much noise out there. And, and, and it got, and when, when I started feeling some of that, um, I don't want to say that heat, you know, it wasn't like intense, but when, you know, when you, it's like, that just feels yucky to me. I don't feel good about throwing in a, a, I don't know, an ad for dish soap or something like that in the middle of my podcast. It just doesn't feel, that's not me. That's not what I'm about. That's not me. And, and yeah. so I'm just like, you know, not right, not right now. So I, I like, you just can't, I like what you did one relationship at a time. You just kind of stick to you, stick to being you, doing what you know how to do. Yes. Yes. And it can be hard to, it can be hard to discern, right? Because the noise is really loud. So mm -hmm. you hear them telling you and, and you hear it over and over again. And then you start to question yourself and say, Oh, should I be doing this? But as soon as I hear shoulds, that's an indicator. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. dealing with this all the time. Right. So if I'm hearing people say I should, I should, I should, well, that sounds like that's not what you really want, but you're doing what you believe you're supposed to do. So I really feel like it's the, a business like anything else, the more you really check in with yourself and ask yourself, is this in alignment? Is it not out of alignment? Does this feel good? Does this not feel good? And constantly checking in with yourself because mm -hmm. the same thing can happen with business too, right? There could be people who could come to you and, and say they want to work with you or an organization wants you to do consulting with them. But then as you start to hear about them and their culture and just there's your instincts and your intuition are telling you this isn't the right fit. So right. I think it's really important to be constantly checking in with yourself and asking your, like, is this, is this right for me? Yeah. 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 No, that you're, you're, you're so spot on. I think that, um, yeah, I, I can think about, um, how, you know, so many times during the day during the week, I get approached about from new vendors about, Hey, we want to do this. We want to do this. And I think being able to, um, to, to take a step back, and to think about, okay, what, what are, uh, what are maybe even, you know, my personal values, but the company, what's the organization's core values and are those is what they're trying to do or sell me or, or, uh, get me to buy into, is it aligned with the core values? Um, yeah. so, um, so how about from a, so, so to kind of stay on that topic though, how about from a networking perspective, when you are, you know, at, event or you're networking or you're you're just kind of out and about and for me I've said it over and over again I think I talked about it when we first talked I said you know for me I think you know networking is a is a mindset it's not it's not an event I think a lot of people think of it as you know well, I'm gonna go to this happy hour from five to seven and uh, at this place at this time with these people and that's I'm gonna check the box and, then, yeah. and yeah. say yep I've networked I collected 10 cards I'm good <laughs> And, and, uh, and for me, it's, 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 that is like the antithesis of, of networking that, I mean, I'm more about, you know, just kind of being open to conversations anytime, any place, anywhere, just, and all of that is networking. But when you're, when you find yourself in a networking environment, have you found situations or, or what, how do you kind of use that same, I guess, philosophy to, to kind of figure out, Hey, what's, what, what are they, what is this person, what are their intentions? Are their values aligned with my values? How much further do I want to take this conversation? And I don't mean to, and I'm not trying to, um, you know, I'm not trying to say that, you know, we need to be, you know, measuring conversations or anything like that. But, but I mean, if we're, if we're being honest, if you're trying to figure out, hey, is this a potential business partnership or business relationship? At some point in time, you got to stop and think, is what they're trying to do aligned with what I'm trying to do? Yeah. And 
not, then the sooner we can establish that, great. Because otherwise we're, we're going to, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe you can connect them to somebody else or something like that. Because I, I think you've also, you mentioned earlier, and, and we're aligned here with it, going into it with kind of a, a servant mentality, right? So how do I, how can I help you? How can I connect you to people? But talk about that a little bit. Maybe when you're in from a networking perspective, how do you keep, stay true to your, your values? Yeah, that's a really, that's a, <laughs> I like the way you've asked that. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, before I even, before I even show up at a networking event, the first thing that I'm thinking about is it's not about me. <laughs> I find that's part of why some people are so stressed because it's like, oh, everything you're getting stressed about, it's, you're making it all about you. Don't make it about you. And it feels a whole lot different, right? Make it about every time you have a conversation, just be really curious about getting that person get to know that person in front of you. Um, and there's no, you know, just be yourself. There's no right thing to say. You don't need to be worried about being funny and, and being charismatic and just people like it when you actually like give them the gift of listening. Oh, it's an wow. incredible gift because unfortunately not a lot of the gift of listening, right? I'm writing that <laughs> you down. You gave an incredible gift. Yeah. Um, so at the starting point, just like, so take the pressure off yourself and just know, like give the gift of listening in every certain, every interaction you have. And then for sure. So you know, what, what ends up happening is some conversations, I mean, like with, with Steph and I, like you and I, like there was just a, there was a, a good connection, the values connection, mindset connection. So sometimes that's going to show up with people. Sometimes, you know, it's not that you're not going to click the same way. And right not personal. So sometimes when that happens, I, you know, I might kind of get to the point where it feels like it, it's a good time to wrap up that particular conversation, yeah. thank, thank them for their time and, and move on to, to the next person, which I have to say is really a skill because somebody who loves having conversations, I find it hard sometimes to remove myself from the conversation when I know, you know what, it feels like, you know, it's been five to 10 minutes. We had a good conversation, but it feels like it's time to move on. Um, have a whole conversation on that. And it's something I'm still, it's a work in progress for me as well. Um, but, but then you and, I, we, we, you and I might need it. We might need to create a, a support group for that. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I struggle. Better. I struggle with the to, same thing. <laughs> right. You don't want to make that person. I would never want them to feel like, uh, I, I, but there's different things that I, I have happened. Sometimes somebody else will join the conversation. I'll say, Oh, you should, Oh, you two need to meet each other. I do their introduction say, Hey, I'm going to, I was meaning to go talk to that person. I'm going to leave now. So then I don't feel like I'm leaving that person hanging right. or there right. might be other things that I do to kind of maneuver. Um, but then other people, there'll be this really strong connection conversation that happens, um, but still being cognizant. We might be talking for like 15 minutes and then we have to move on to something else. A speaker, something's happening. Right. So then when we exchange cards, I'll say, Hey, I really enjoyed this conversation. Let's continue it we could do it online or we could meet for coffee so it's very intentional that we're going to continue this dialogue and then i'll follow up with them afterwards to, to make yeah. that happen you know what i so this is so this is so great so this is um i mean this right here what we're talking about is i'm hoping uh i'm hoping listeners will really this is very tactical advice right so i think when you talk about relationshiping and networking sometimes it's kind of like very kind of um you know, it's, you can't really touch it and feel it's very squishy. And when I, when I created this podcast, I was really thinking about three um, types of people, right? 
people who are in transition, you know, looking for their next, um, their next uh, job, next career, next move. People who are, are new in their career and they don't know anything about networking and they're trying to get started. And then people who just, just suck at it, who just aren't very good at it. And so I think, you know, what we're talking about right here, I hope is that it, it, this is like, this is like, all right, I'm grabbing a pen and paper and I'm writing this down because this is like what I need to hear about, you know, again, sometimes it comes down to just, just maneuvering and just, you know, hey, um, so, you know, sometimes you, you're trying to exit a conversation and, and there's a good way to do it and a bad way to do it and, and it matters. And sometimes, I think what happens is sometimes people don't think, don't think it matters because yeah. you're dealing with people. Yeah. People have, people have you know, egos and, and feelings and emotions and, and you know, and I, you know, sounds like you want to try to keep those intact as much as possible, just like I do. So that's why I struggle sometimes, you know, moving on and, 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 you know, getting out of the conversation. So yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So, um, so you're, uh, also part of ICF, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, good. I, ironically enough, one of my, my first, my very first podcast guest, Ashley, uh, is involved with uh, with ICF. In fact, that he's the, I have this right. I think he's the the president of the North Texas chapter. So he's yes. connected to a lot of lot of great people there. So so as you um, as you do that, and you kind of you know meet those people, and that I would I would think I would I would think that those people are maybe a little bit more type A when it comes to networking. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I have it wrong, but I mean, it just seems like executive coaches um, for the most part already know what they're doing and they do that pretty well. Do you have any maybe good like success stories? I mean, we're, we're, we're networking or relationshiping has really kind of just paid dividends, you know, maybe even unexpectedly, maybe like a, a, a connection that you made that you didn't think it was going to go uh, anywhere and it, and it blossomed into something um, amazing. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that before before um, I was going to start talking with you because when I look at my whole career journey, almost every single job I got was through networking and I wouldn't have necessarily anticipated it, right? So I was looking at every single one, like even my, my job out of, uh, out of university, I wasn't ready to go get the real job yet. So I said, okay, I want to go somewhere where I can waitress and it's going to be a really fun environment. And, and I wrote remember being with a friend and she was telling me this place where I lived that was great that um really good tips busy restaurant like it's, it's a place you want to work at and right. my my only issue was I have absolutely no experience waitressing so it was competitive to get in there and I right. said oh I, I'm I'm gonna get there I'm gonna get into this place so she was a waitress and there was this boat cruise so at the boat cruise I said okay come and introduce me to all of like the senior people at that restaurant like so she brought me over introduced me to all of them um we I got their information and you know it was a, it was a boat cruise and there was some drinking going on so they might have forgotten some of the conversations but what I <laughs> did after the book on the Monday and then personally went in there, talked to all of them, and I ended up in me getting an interview. And then eventually I did hired there. Um, the I was thinking of my other company before I, I left to start my business where I worked for nine years. 
I had been at a networking event, not even thinking I was a passive candidate, wasn't looking for another job, spoke with a recruiter, we really hit it off, had a really good conversation, um, just kind of stayed in touch. And she was recruiting for a position, they couldn't find the right person, and then all of a sudden they said, she said to them, I think I know your person, like I met her last week, she sounds like everything that you're describing, let me go talk to her and pitch her on the job. So then she got in touch with me, pitched me on the job, and I said, oh, oh my gosh, this sounds exactly like a company I'd want to be working with, and next thing you know, I'm working there. So I had no intention when I met her. Like, I didn't know that was going to happen. So I feel all of my career journey, I've never applied. I've never gone online and applied to a position ever. That's amazing. That, is a, that in itself is a beatdown, so, so consider yourself lucky that you've never, that you've never had to do that. <laughs> so. Um, it's, 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 it's no fun. Um, but, uh, but wow, that's, that is, that's awesome. So you just, everything just, you know, it, it all just, you know, I, again, I think a lot of it comes down to kind of, you know, mindset and having the right attitude and having kind of this, just being very open, just being open to conversations and kind of, you never know where they're going to take you. Um, I think that's, I think that's great. How about, uh, how about on the flip side, any, any, any situation for you look back and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I, I can't believe I missed that opportunity or I can't believe I said that or I did that or I just really just stubbed my toe on that one. I mean, anything that comes to your mind? Well, I, I definitely think, and I, I love that you were talking about some of the, um, some of the people listening will be new in their career journey. Yeah. Uh, I definitely found, um, like th through my career journey, one of the things I also started to do as I got more comfortable was looking for internal mentors wherever I was working and I would go to them and I would approach them and say, hey, this is where I'm going. I would love to learn from you. So I, I feel like for the first couple of years after I left school and got, got into the, my real job where I was in corporate, mm -hmm. um, I was a little bit hesitant to do that because I was like oh like they're here I'm here I'm a little bit afraid to like go out and ask them to for their help and to sponsor right. me and I I hadn't really heard a lot of things about that back then like I didn't know what it looked like to like find a mentor or find a sponsor so I was kind of teaching myself that I wasn't like I read somewhere like this is what it looks like to have a mentor so right. if anything I would give people the advice that I feel like for the first couple of years, I held myself back from doing that because of the confidence, right? I was like, oh, who am I to do that? You know, I'm just new and entering the workplace. And, and then once I started doing it, I realized, oh, no, like it's a gift that goes back, goes back goes for both of us because the one mentoring, it feels really good for them to give back because they've been there. They've done all of that. So I would, if anything, I would say anyone who's listening, like, ask people to be your mentor tell them that you would love to learn from them that you really admire them uh, because people love it they we it's our own mindset that's getting in our way uh, you you're so spot on you're right and i think that uh, people don't people um i guess underestimate how much other people love being asked for you know to be a mentor i mean i think people like that i mean that's a compliment that is a huge compliment and uh, and so you know when you when you do that, it uh, really yeah, people 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 enjoy that people like that and uh, yeah I, you know it's interesting you were talking about just kind of you know, finding people internally it reminds me of, of of one of my one of my other podcast episodes and and uh, going back to kind of networking I think most times when people think about networking 
they're always thinking outside. Who do I, who, who do I, how do I, it's like an outreach, right? So who, who do I, can I, how can I reach out to? And I think sometimes the, uh, the forgotten people are the people that we work with day in and out. Like yeah. we never think about networking internally. Like I've got people, I've got really awesome people that sit, you know, they're right down the hall from me. When's the last time I asked them to go to lunch instead of like, well, I got to go to this, you know, this, this association or this chapter meeting or this networking event or this and that. I mean, those are all good things. Don't get me wrong. But I think, I just think it's interesting that uh, a lot of times we forget about the power of our own internal networking and the people that we work with day in, day out, people that are, that are in, inside of our company. And it's like, man, that's a, that's a, that's a hidden, that's a hidden gem right there. Absolutely. And I I think you're absolutely right. And I think it gets missed. I think a lot of times, I mean, I even say as HR leaders, I encourage them like go and have coffee dates once a week with different people in the business to like really, you know, hear what's going on, like what's really going on in the trenches. Uh, Don't make it all just people, your colleagues up here. Don't make it just the, the leaders. If you're a senior leader, Go and talk to people right at the beginning, right? That are just yeah. starting too, and and hear hear from them, and hear 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 from what's going on. And and I and I, another thing that you brought up, Seth, that I think is important to remember is, don't start just networking when you need a job. Like networking should be ongoing, right? This happens all the time. Like, oh, I need a job now. And then all of a sudden, you'll see like they change their thing, their headline on LinkedIn, and then they're out there talking to all these people and connecting. It's like, cool. Like I get it. Um, but your life would have been a lot easier if instead yeah. of doing it right then when you need it, you're continuously yeah. like tapping in. So being a bit more proactive instead of reactive so that you're yeah. constantly making time for those connections and those conversations. Yeah. The word that comes to my mind is cultivate, right? So I think it's just yeah. always cultivating, right? And, and it's natural, right? So people, you know, you get into a new role and you're busy and you're head down and you just focus on the job and you don't have time for networking things. I've, I've been there. That's happened to me. And, and then all of a sudden something changes. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, you know, Mr. Mr. You know, you're at everything. You're at every event and every, every yeah. working event. And then, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, um, it is, it is, it is, you're so right that uh, you know, there are so many people inside of our organizations that we can, that we can, uh, that we can tap into that we just, sometimes we just, we just forget about them. Um, well, I want to, I want to start kind of, kind of wrapping things up, but this has been, this has been awesome. This has been so great. I've loved having the time. I think you've got a, a great, uh, story to tell. You've got so much energy around this. It's just, it's, uh, it's incredible. And so I, I thank you for, for making the time to, to talk with me and to chat with me and, um, any, any final thoughts that you have for, for the listeners out there, I mean, I know you've given some some great advice, but I mean, anything um, that you want to kind of sign off with in terms of uh, you know last piece of of, uh, of advice or or thoughts around relationshiping? Yeah, you know, the last thing I would leave the listeners with in terms of holding perspectives, hold the perspective of fun and playful, like this doesn't need to be so serious, right? So the more you can hold on to that fun and playful energy and make it something that you enjoy and something you look forward to as opposed to kind of coming from this like 
kind of forceful and I need to do it and I don't like it. So we talked a lot about mindset, but really try to hold the, like, how can you make this fun for yourself? Like hold, hold that perspective. This, this gets to be enjoyable. You get to meet new people and it's, it's, it's a good thing. So hold fun and playful perspective when you're doing networking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a, it's so true. I mean, I, the way, I look at it. I mean, when I, like, again, this is a perfect example. I mean, you and I, we, we, we hadn't talked before this. And so now it's like, I've got a new, I've got a new friend in Kristen that I didn't have, you know, several months before. And so it's just like, what's, this is, this is, this is what it's all about, you know, just making these, these connections and, and, uh, and just, you know, building uh, a community of people that have the same, same mindset, you know, same, same values when it comes to uh, the networking and relationshiping. So, Final question for you would be, um, how, how, what's the best way for listeners to get connected to you? I know you've got your business website, but what, what's, you, t- you tell us, what's the best way for people to connect with you? Great. Yeah. Thanks for asking. So I think the best way to find me is just under my name, Kristen Harcourt. You can find me on my website and then I'm very active in social media. So um, I, I'm on the LinkedIn, the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram. Uh, so yeah, anywhere, just looking under my name, uh, you should be able to find me. And I love having conversations as you've all seen today. So if at ever I can, if ever at any time I can be helpful, please don't hesitate to reach out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again. This has been great. Um, and uh, I can't wait to, uh, to share this with, uh, with the listeners. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you, Kristen. Cheers. Thank you once again for tuning in to Six Degrees or Less. I sure hope that you enjoyed my conversation with Kristen Harcourt. She is a, she is a great person and full of energy, and I sure hope that you will find some way to connect with her, whether it's in person or LinkedIn or on Twitter. But um, she's a good person to good person to talk to and good person to have in your network. Uh, if you've got questions for me about the podcast, you can reach out to me at Six Degrees or Less. That's the number six degrees or less at gmail.com. I'd love to field your questions and uh, talk to you about what I'm doing here with this podcast and um, just interact with you and engage with you. Sure hope that you'll tune in next time where I've got Jackie Chabot with me as we have a great conversation around ageism and talent uh, acquisition and networking and building relationships and uh, it should be a fun, fun conversation. Until next time, I hope you have a great week and uh, thanks again for tuning in.